0: Thank you for tuning in to this Eastern Maine Sports Podcast. Please follow Eastern Maine Sports on Facebook and Instagram at Eastern Maine Sports and Twitter at Eastern M.E. Sports. Thanks for joining us this evening on the Eastern Maine Sports Podcast as it's that time of year as we're already here for uh, Tournament Time 2019 um, it already has started, actually. Um, earlier this evening, uh, the Ashland Girls defeated Jonesport Beals 54-47. to That was the only prelim game before tomorrow. Uh, most of the prelims will be tomorrow. Um, some are still scheduled Wednesday. Good luck with that with the forecast coming. And uh, probably some of those will be moved to Thursday before we're all said and done uh, later this week. <laughs> Again, Ashland defeated Jonesport Beals. 54 47 setting up a matchup with number two, Dear Al Stonington, undefeated Dear Al Stonington in a quarterfinal game. But uh, again, first, we're going to go over the um, just the prelim schedule. Again, my name is Mark Callan. I've got uh, Bob Beatham and Zach White with me. Thank you guys for joining me tonight. Thanks for having us. A pleasure to be here. All right, we're going to go um, first, uh, girls prelims. We're going to go um, class B. All these, uh, the rest of these games in girls action are set for tomorrow. Um, and Bob, if I get any of these times incorrect, or which I might actually because I uh, didn't change them on here. But um, I'm going to go down the times: uh, MCI, Oceanside, they play at 6 p.m. tomorrow. Uh, Orno, Presque Isle, 5 p.m. tomorrow. Uh, Jonesport, I mean uh, J- John Babs and Ellsworth, that's at seven tomorrow, correct, Bob?
1: Right, that's going to be at seven o'clock tomorrow night. uh
0: Ellsworth boys are
1: going to play the 5:30 game against Winslow game that got moved up from Wednesday to Tuesday.
0: So a good doubleheader there in Class C. Stearns at Holton nine eight matchup. This is girls again. Uh, that's at that's at seven p.m. tomorrow. Uh, penquist Fort Fairfield that's ten at seven. That's tomorrow at six. Central at Calus that got moved up to five p.m. tomorrow. Um, Searsport at Nareguez that got moved moved up to five thirty tomorrow. Pudgeon at Penobscot Valley Girls that's at six thirty, uh, Fort Kent at Madawaska at six thirty. Um, also, Wisdom Wisdom is at Washburn a nine eight Class D game tomorrow. Uh, boys action: some of these are tomorrow, some of these are still still scheduled for Wednesday. Uh, Foxcroft at Presque Isle is still scheduled for Wednesday right now, um, so we'll see if that gets moved to Thursday. Washington Academy at Orno that is tomorrow. Uh, that's Tuesday. I should clarify that because we might not be listening to this on Monday, but um, we're recording this on Monday and that, that will be played Tuesday. Winslow at Ellsworth. Again, Bob mentioned that that will be uh, the first game of a double header on Tuesday, five thirty. 30 stat uh, Fort Fairfield at Sumner and Bucksport at Dexter, I believe those got, both got moved up to Tuesday. I know Bucksport Dexter did. Zach and I will have that one tomorrow night at 7 p.m. on WHOU. Uh, Cal Sport Kent, that's an early one. That will also be in WHOU. That's at 3:30 tomorrow, um, so that's can catch that one early. Uh, PCHS at Penobscot Valley, that right now is still scheduled for Wednesday, and Lee at Holton is still scheduled for Wednesday. Uh, Central at George Stevens, that is on Tuesday. Uh, Machias Dr. Washburn at Van also are scheduled. So those are the prelim matchups. Um kind of went over that. We're gonna go over each uh each bracket. Um get input from both of you guys. Um if you have it on um we're gonna start with uh class D girls. Um I think we all know who the favorite is here. That's Southern Aroustic. Um but they, uh, they got some challenges there. Uh Isle Stonington is undefeated. Uh, Woodland there they got Emily Curtis, which is a tough matchup for anybody. And Skank has a tough uh, tough Class C schedule. They come in as a four seed. Um, I guess we start with you, Bob. And what, what kind of what do you think there?
1: Well, again, I really like the uh, top four teams to advance there uh, in the Class D girls tournament. Uh, as you mentioned too, I think Skank could possibly be a dark horse and maybe uh, the toughest. Um, you know, challenge for Southern Roostick in that tournament, just because they play such a good schedule. Uh, they play, they believe they have a win over Stearns this year. They've, uh, beat, uh, Dexter, yeah, beat yeah. Dexter this year. So again, they've got some, you know, very good wins, uh, this year, uh, as to Southern Roostick, Southern Roostick, uh, beat Central Roostick, who's the number one seed in class. C, uh, has two, you know, solid wins over Holton, uh, split with Madawaska as well. So, um, uh, I mean, certainly Southern Rustic is the is the heavy favorite in that tournament, but I uh, like what uh, Coach Hutchins has done at uh, Skank, too, with his uh, club.
0: Yeah, and Zach, um, you know, anytime uh, Skank can beat uh, good Class C teams like uh, Stearns and, uh, and Dexter, that makes him a threat, huh?
2: No, I, I'm absolutely going to agree with that. I agree with Bob a lot of, a lot of the points he just made. I, I think I really like Skank uh, making a run in this tournament. I mean, for, for me, anytime you get to the tournament, you, you, you like to look to the defensive side of things, what they can do there. And they held Dexter, uh, a Class C team that I know very well, and Payne Grant as great as she is. They held them to 20 points. So that's a, a pretty good defensive showing there. And um, I think come tournament time, that's really one of the main things you like to look for because uh, offense can be a bit shaky at times come the tournament. and You're playing at a Nice new gigantic gymnasium, you know how that kind of feels. So, defense is one thing that doesn't really go anywhere, and I think uh, I think Skanks in a really good spot, and that being one of the key components. Yeah,
0: Skank plays shed on uh, in their uh, quarterfinal game. The winner of that will play the winner of the one-eight matchup. And again, uh, Woodland is a team to can't be overlooked. Um, You know they they got to make some shots to open things up for uh, Curtis down low because Emily Curtis is as tough of a matchup as anybody in that. Um, class d tournament and if uh you know if they can they hit a few shots from the outside that's going to make them a threat against anybody don't you think bob
1: yeah i think so and um you know certainly a semi-final game if it's uh daryl stonington versus woodland uh woodland beat them by eight or nine last year in the semifinals, and you know pretty good chance that they could meet again this year
0: yeah we are going to move on to uh class d uh well let's say uh, i guess um you know, just for fun, let's make a let's make a pick um, for the regional final game in each each uh, each uh, class. So we'll start with oh, class, class D girls. And uh, again, uh, my my pick uh, my pick there um, is uh, Southern Rustic over over Woodland in the in the regional final.
1: I would concur with that. I think Southern Rustic over Woodland. Uh, but again, that, that game with Deerall Stonington could really go either way. I think in the semifinals.
2: Yeah, Zach. I'm not gonna, I'm not going to disagree, but I, I feel like, doing all Stonington. I was just talking about how, what I like, out of uh, out of teams come tournament time. But they're all Stonington, having not lost, I mean, you got to think that they're going to be coming in with confidence, but still something to prove. And I I think that I, I agree with your points. I agree with your picks, but at the same time, I'd really like to see what they can do and with that chip on their shoulder and a little bit of stuff to prove. How yeah, they're come you know, and
0: I mean, we'll talk about that some in other other classes too. Teams come in with good records, but they're not. Or hide seeds, and they're they're not not favorites. And you're right; they, they that can be uh, looked as more more motivation for a team coming into the cross center um, this coming week. Um, let's move on to Class D boys, where um, I think Woodland has uh, made their point by beating uh, Jonesport Beals twice during the regular season. And uh, Bob, don't you think they come in as the as the kind of the The clear favorite here, not saying they can't be beat, but they they come in as a a pretty good favorite, huh? Yeah, I think so. I uh, was down to Jonesport last Monday night, saw the uh, game with
1: Jonesport Beals and Woodland, and, you know, Woodland with a solid 12-point victory down there. Uh, Great environment, just a lot of fun to, to be down there that night, but uh, and then Woodland was coming off the trip to Aroostook County. They had lost uh, quite resoundingly up to uh, Fort Kent, had to play Madawaska the next day, and then turn around on Monday and had to go to Jonesport Beals. So for them to go in there that night and, and be a very good Jonesport Beals team, you know, certainly spoke you know, volumes. Uh, yeah, they've got a little bit of size, they've got uh, pretty good guard play. Uh, Plessy Kid's a nice player, uh, Drew Hayward. Um, you know, Gavin Gardner, they got a lot of experienced, uh, kids, uh, a lot back from the team that, uh, won it all last year.
0: Yeah. And I think, uh, Drew Haywood's as good of an athlete as you're going to find. I mean, he's a, he's a, uh, 1000 point scorer in basketball, 100 goal scorer in soccer. You don't get that combination. You don't get that combination right. much. And, uh, you know, he, he did that. And he's fun to watch play. I, I liked watching him play last year and they're a good, solid team overall, um, I do think uh, Joe's footballs just because they, you know, they lost them twice, but it's tough to beat a good team three times, as we often say. So if they meet up again, that could be tough. I'm um, also great at Holton Christian. They're not too bad. And Skank, similar to the girls uh, team at Skank, played that same tough schedule. And, uh, you know, they could be tough. And I think that's going to be a very interesting quarterfinal game between Skank and Easton.
1: Yeah, I think so. I really like Skank in that game. Uh, Skank's really trending upwards as the season goes on. Has gone on. Now, they got a good win over Dexter fairly recently. Uh, you know, they've gotten some nice wins mm-hmm. there. So, um, yeah, they could be. They could certainly be a tough out.
0: Yeah, yeah, no doubt, no doubt about it. Um, and uh, you know, Zach, again, uh, you know, Bob just mentioned Skank defeating a Dexter team that we both saw a lot this this year, and you know. That's that's a good win for a class any any team, but especially uh, Skank, number four in Class D, huh?
2: Yeah, that that, that definitely carried them to a, a decent positioning within Class C. I mean, Skank's a team that they're up and down. I, I think that they're a team that you could definitely look to see make a deep run in this tournament when their when their offense is firing and when ops. But at the same time, um, and that's what they did against uh, Dexter. That's a very quality win for them. Probably they didn't score as many points as they were accustomed to, but they scored enough to get the win. But uh, if you look at their totals this year, that their team likes to put up some points. And uh, they definitely could be a team that gets confidence from a win like that late in the season, carry that into the yeah, tournament. That, that could be, be an big awesome for them.
0: interesting semifinal game with Skank and Woodland. Uh, my, my pick in Class, class D, boys, is going to be Woodland over greater home Christian in the uh, regional final. What Say you, Bob. I'm going to go with Woodland over Jonesport Beals one over two. Yeah, there you go. You you like any of those picks, uh, Zach? Oops, I mean we might have lost Zach. Thanks has it? Okay, well we lost Zach, so he might hopefully be back uh, joining us here in a second. But we're gonna go on to uh, um, right now. We're gonna go on to Class C girls, um, and uh, you know talk about that. Um, again, this is a uh, maybe one of those situations where the number one team is uh, getting overlooked. Uh, I mean, we're we're talking about. Uh, you know, a lot of people talking about Dexter and uh, uh, Callas and Narraguegas and, uh, you know, a lot of other teams. But uh, Central Rusic comes in at number one, uh, Dexter at number two, uh, Madawaska three, Penobscot Valley four, Narraguegas five, Callas six, um, Fort Field seven, Holton eight. Um, I think, Bob, I think the winner of Holton Stearns is going to give us Central Rusic all they can handle. What do you think about that? Oh, absolutely! Uh, you figure Holton just beat Central Roostic by
1: fifteen at Central Aruistic, uh Split on the regular season. Um, and I think you know, again, no disrespect to Central Roostic, but I think they, you know, benefited greatly uh, with their seating when the MPA switched from switched the heel point format four years ago when they went to four classes mm-hmm. and having only a two point differential between classes instead of five uh certainly benefited uh central rustic plays a number of class d schools on the schedule and some of those teams up the county they all kind of beat each other so uh you know certainly you know advantage that central rustic had there too so
2: uh, zach you back with us yeah, sorry I cut out there for That's a minute. Right. I, don't, I don't know why what happened there, but I'm That's back right. now.
0: That's all right. We're on class uh, Class C girls here, and uh, we're just talking about uh you know Central Rusk. Uh, kind of think uh, you know the winner of uh, Holton Stern's uh, prelim game might give number one uh, Central Rusk a, a battle there at 3:35 next Tuesday afternoon.
2: Yeah, I totally agree with that. I I, I caught what Bob was saying about some of the uh, uh, teams and. They play. I, I agree with one thing that Bob said in big time was that uh, that Holton game was kind of a big uh, barometer for me there. Holton, uh, they're no slouch, but at the same time, if you start talking about maybe some of the teams that can make a uh, legitimate run of the championship, I think Holton, it, it's, it's in the mix. But if you're talking about uh, top tier, I'm thinking Dexter, uh, Penobscot Valley, and I think that those, t- those are teams that are going to make a uh, legitimate bid at the, at the championship here.
0: Yeah, number. Um, Neroguigas N- 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 they host Searsport in the pre- in a prelim game, and uh, and Calis hosts Central. Um, y- what do you think of those two games, Bob? I I, I mean, I think Central. Uh, you know, Calis is obviously a powerhouse. They got three girls that can score. Um, but you know, Central, coached by Jamie Russell, could could give them a battle in the prelim game, huh?
1: Absolutely. I think when you look at the tournament, probably the most pressure packed game that any team's going to face in the tournament is that prelim game because you start the regular, you know, you start the season, the preseason and everybody's goal is to get to the cross center or get to Augusta or get to Portland. Uh, again, obviously the big goal is to win a state championship, but the first thing is you really want to get to that tournament site. Uh, especially if you're a home team hosting and you've had a great regular season, uh, you're, you know, you're one win away from getting, to the cross center if you don't win that game then you feel like well maybe you haven't had such a good season you don't feel as good about your season so I, I think of all of the games or all the rounds of the tournament especially those higher seed home teams the prelim there's an awful lot of pressure on those teams to win
0: yeah i i, I agree with you and uh, you know again uh Calis comes in at 17 and one um you know Central's the number 11 seed but they kind of proved they uh, you know they played for the with the big teams in Class C, they they split with Dexter both key, both games being a one point game. So you know it could be interesting again. Callis would come into the favorite of that game, but that could be very interesting. And Narragansett hosts CS4 too. Um Penobscot Valley number four they host uh, Hutchinson. Madawaska hosting Fort Kent. But um, I think I would talk about those games. If the Hyatt C's advance, like Callis would play Madawaska, I think if you know, it could set up a very interesting if, – if all teams win their games, which is, a course, big question in any time a one-and-done one and tournament, anything could happen. But um, a very interesting semifinal game could be uh, Dexter and Callis, huh?
1: Yeah, absolutely. Callis um, um, is a are five-seed, aren't they? No, there's six. Oh, there's six. Okay. Okay, I missed him. Okay, so Gwiggis is a five-seed. Yeah.
0: Yep. Okay. Yeah, so Gregas, Greg uh, yeah, they're the five C. They uh, they would play uh, they play CSport. The winner of that game played Penobscot Valley and Hushion, which would be an interesting quarterfinal game if both Narraguys and Penobscot Valley advanced to the uh, that you know it's going to be a very interesting Class C quarterfinal day, I think, because even uh, you know Dexter against the Fort Fairfield penquist winner isn't isn't an automatic either. So it, there's a lot of going to be a lot of good games uh Class C quarterfinal day uh, in the girls' rank, ranks, isn't it?
1: Yeah, I think it's probably one of the deeper fields that we've seen, you know, since they've gone to four classes, excuse me, to five classes. I um, I like Dexter a lot, though, just because of the way they defended and guard. They always, you know, seem to play well in the tournament. So I, I give Dexter, you know, a little bit of a favorite in that tournament. Uh, but I think certainly, you know, Dexter Callis, you know, semifinal uh, would be would be outstanding.
0: Yeah, definitely would. Um, and... Uh... You know, again, Central rustic number one seed. Um, they, you know, have to play the winner of Stearns Holton. You know, and they get by that. They have to play the winner. You know, either Penobscot Valley near Vegas, or maybe Searsport or Hudson. So definitely not easy for the top seed. I am actually going to go. Um, my pick in Class C girl is going to be Dexter over Penobscot Valley in the uh, regional final.
1: Like that, go- uh, I'm going to go with Dexter. I'm going to go on a limb. Go Dexter over.
0: Naraguayas, Naraguayas, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's uh, definitely, uh, you know, again, we deep, we're going, we're going four or five seeds reaching the regional final there, and really, would would it be a, really a shocker if Holton or uh, Holton or Searns made it? You know, eight, nine, one of those teams made it. No, it wouldn't really be too much of a surprise there. So, yeah, very deep, deep tournament there in Class C girls. We will. Uh, looks like Zach uh, cut out there, so when he gets back, we, we can get a pick from him in Class C girls. But um, we're gonna go on to. Uh, Class C boys, um, again Central Rustics the top top C there, um, but I think the two, three, four teams are definitely loaded, and uh, that is number two Mount Cook, uh, number number three uh, George Stevens, number four Holton, and even number five Penobscot Valley, number six Fort Kent, and number seven Dexter. You know they're all uh, you know teams that could definitely make a run in this tournament. And um, what what's your overall view of Class C boys, Bob? I think it's a wide-open tournament. Uh, I've
1: seen a number of these teams play this year. I have not seen Matt and Alcook this year, uh, Saltinoff, Scott Valley uh, once. Uh, seen Holton play a couple of times, uh, Fort Kent. So, again, I think it's really – uh, I have not seen uh, George Stevens play this year. Um, I think a lot of times when you get to the tournament, it's about you know, who you've played, who you've beaten – I uh, just really like the schedule that Holt has played this year. You know, they played Prescow Caribou twice, uh, played Mananaka twice, uh, played Central Roadster. So I, I think they may be a little bit more battle-tested. Um, but, you know, Mananaka's played a very good schedule as well uh, with two games with Holt and Stevens. Uh, Penobscot Valley played Dexter. So, um, yeah, I think, it, you know, certainly very wide open, a lot of varying uh, styles of play, and should be a, a very interesting tournament.
0: It certainly should be. I'm, I, I've seen most a lot of these teams too, um, and I, I just I think uh, you know either I've seen them live or or on W H O U, and I think uh, there's many of them that could uh, make a run. I've, I have seen George Stevens, and uh, I think what helps them is their confidence. I mean, they're going to get to the, that cross center floor, and they 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 think they're going to win, and that's kind of half the battle right there. And uh, you know, so so I think that gives them a slight edge there on, in that aspect, but. I mean, Mattenawcook's loaded with athletes, led by uh, led by Alex Brown. Um, Holton, I, uh, I think, on paper and you know, from what I've seen, they're the best all-around team in in Class C. But that doesn't take anything away from anybody else. Uh, Penobscot Valley, they're under the radar a little bit coming in as the number five seed. But I mean, Elijah Woods as good as anybody in in Class C, and uh, Fort Kent's kind of loaded too. Um, I think the winner of Dexter Bucksport will could give a, a, a battle in a quarterfinal game too, um, come, come next week. And, uh, you know, so it could be interesting in a lot, a lot of ways there and, uh, you know, Sumner, Sumner, for field, field, field winner, um, you know, I, I, think, uh, that should be a good, good game too. in uh, a prelim game. So, um, you know, I, I think it's wide open as, as you said, isn't it Bob?
1: Yeah, it really is. Uh, again, it comes down to really, you know, which teams can make shots under pressure, which teams, uh, defend the best. Um,
0: yeah, and also, you know, which players can stay out of foul trouble. Yep, yeah. Um, my pick in uh, Class C boys in the regional final. And, again, uh, there's going to be a lot of good quarterfinal games, um, potentially. Um, it could be Holton, the Penobscot Valley. because Penobscot Valley is going to f- face PCHS in a, in a prelim, and Holton's going to face Lee. So, no give me that they're going to make it there. But Holton uh, – you know, that's going to be an interesting, could be an interesting quarterfinal game, Holton, the Penobscot Valley. Um, the Dex- Dexter Bucksport winner faces Matt Narcook. Um, you know, Sumner, Fort Fairfield could, you know, face uh, face uh, Central Rustic. So a lot of a lot of good uh, games possible. And it could be George Stevens-Fort Kent in a quarterfinal game. So just like Class C girls, this is kind of loaded where, you know, seed-wise, yeah, it would be an upset. But really, it wouldn't be a surprise to anybody that's been following uh, if the lowest seed won, huh? No, oh, not at all no, I don't know. Well, my my picking class C though is going to be Holton over Cook in the uh, regional final.
1: And I'm going to go just the reverse of that. I'm going to pick Cook Academy over Holton. Uh again Madanock's full of seniors and they kind of knocked on the door last year, got to the semifinals after uh being moved up from class B where they had, you know, had their struggles and uh you know, last year got to the semifinals lost, lost to Port Fairfield. Uh this year I think they finally, you know, break through and and win the first uh, regional title of the school's history. Yeah,
0: will be uh, yeah, be a be a great story. We will have the, we have the same teams going. We'll see what happens uh, happens there. We're going to move on to Class B girls. Um, you know, you you've seen most of these teams because you know, uh, you know, just going to games and also seeing John Bapsmo, uh, you know, all year. Um, going to be kind of interesting. I I think there's about seven or eight teams where wouldn't be surprised anybody if they won it, huh? I would say probably five. I, I I think that that top five. I think there's a
1: little bit of a separation there between them and maybe the rest of Class B. So I, I think there's five teams that legitimately I think have a shot to win it. Uh, and there's you know maybe some others that might be able to go down and, and pull an upset or um or two down the down of the cross center. But I I think there's probably a little bit of separation amongst the you know with the top five and then maybe everybody else. But the top five I think are certainly you Know very even,
0: yeah. Um, you know, obviously, uh, interesting, very interesting quarterfinal game, 135 this Saturday afternoon at the uh, cross center, at Winslow and Old Town. Um, you know, that, that's gonna be intense, and uh, you know, I think obviously the winner of that game has a chance to make a big run, don't you think?
1: Oh, absolutely. Uh, get Old Town, I think maybe a year ahead of schedule. Uh, they're very young team. Uh, Hannah Richards, uh, p- uh point guard for them, really. Uh, runs the show, and then they've got a lot of uh, freshmen. Uh, Emerson girls very good. Lexi Thibodeau, uh, you know, role outstanding player. Uh, Sydney Lorings really come on for them. Uh, I think the key, real key for them in the game against Winslow is the big girl in slide uh, Claudia Danboys. And if they can handle Winslow's physicality, Winslow will probably, well, not probably, will be you know more physical than what they're normally used to seeing in the Big East. Uh, how will Old Town adjust to that? will be a real key um, to who wins that ball game on Saturday. But I, th- I think that's going to be an outstanding game uh, Saturday.
0: No, no doubt about it. I agree with you. And, uh, you know, what do you think about the uh, Ellsworth-John uh, Bass winner uh, facing Waterville 8 o'clock this, this Friday? Um, you know, obviously Waterville, great regular season, uh, you know, get the number three seed. Uh, do you think, uh, you know, that could be a good game uh, Friday night?
1: Uh, absolutely, uh, you know. I'll speak with John Bapps a little bit because they played Waterville uh, during the regular season. Uh, had two, you know, close ball games. Uh, game at Waterville lost by seven. Lost by nine at the Cross Center. Uh, game at Waterville. John Bapst had a nine-point lead in the third quarter and you know struggled from the foul line. Uh, the rest of the ball game ended up losing by seven. Um, so so yeah, you know, that, that, that could be potentially be. And then you know, obviously Ellsworth got a real good playmaker. In uh, Trinity Montigny, uh, and they they've got a lot of basically they don't, I don't believe they have a senior on the roster so, uh, and they've they've really had an outstanding season I think a lot of people uh, really weren't talking about them prior to the start of the
0: season and they've uh, won 13 games this year and had a had a very good year definitely have and uh, Presque Isle they've made uh, 10 straight appearances to uh, in the semifinals um, that's obviously. Uh, they're going to have to really work for it this year. They come in as a number seven seed. They have to host Orno in a prelim game tomorrow at, I mean, on Tuesday at five. And then, uh, it, you know, the winner of that game has to take on number two Herman at nine o'clock on Saturday morning. Um, it's going to be, going to be tough for them to get get to number 11, isn't it?
1: It'll be tough, but you know, you know what, um, you know,
0: Prescott seems to be trending upwards at the
1: end of the season. Now that they went to Herman last Saturday, lost, by six, uh, you know, a week ago, Saturday lost 37-31. Um, they did lose twice to Orono in the regular season. So Orono's going to go up there, uh, try to beat them. Uh, going up to Prescott for a prelim game, uh, you know, certainly a, a tall task uh, for Orno, But, you know, Coach Donato's had his team very competitive this year, 5-13, uh, and 13, but they've lost a lot of close games, uh, you know, play good defense. Um, probably going to see some sort of, a, a probably zone or, or triangle too, two. And then, um, Prescott, you know, if they win, I think they can give Herman a little bit of trouble with that two, three zone. Uh, Herman had a little bit of trouble against that, uh, the last time that they played. I well, mean, I could. still, I still think, you know, would pick Herman to win that game, but certainly you know, I think Prescott will give them all they want.
0: Yeah, and, you know, Presque Isle, a lot of shooters. So, obviously, if, if they're on, they could pull, up, pull an upset um, over many teams uh, if, if they're on there. Um, a lot of good shooters on that team. Um, my, my picking uh, class, I'm going to kind of go to top two here. I'm going to go uh, Herman over MDI in the regional final. What, what do you say there, Bob?
1: Actually, I'm going to go with um, Winslow. I'm going to go Winslow repeat. Um, and then I'm going to go pick them to beat uh, Waterville in the final.
0: Whatever. Yeah, there you go. That would be a good rivalry game in the regional final, wouldn't it? Um, there. So we're gonna go on to Class B boys, um, where you know the prelim games are set tomorrow and Wednesday. Um, number number one, C there is Herman. Um, uh, kind of kind of a clear favorite, aren't they, Bob?
1: Absolutely. And, and the one reason that they're a clear favorite is they're just so fundamentally sound, and they got great talent, obviously. But they play great defense. And defense is usually going to carry you. Good. If if they score forty five points, they got a they get a real good shot to win games because they they just defensively they've just been shutting teams down, especially from about the halfway point of the year on.
0: Yeah, and um, could be set up for an interesting um, semifinal game though if they if they advance past the quarterfinals because. Oceanside MCI winner will play Herman and uh, Oceanside gave Herman the toughest test of the year. Um, it, it was a triple overtime game early in the season. So could be an interesting semifinal game, huh?
1: Yeah, a triple overtime game uh, early in the season. Obviously, Herman's a much different team than they were then. You know, second time they played, I believe it was a nine point game at Herman and much lower scoring uh, basketball game. Uh, Oceanside's been plagued. They've had a little bit of uh, sickness and then they had. Um, Cooper Workler was out for a couple of ball games too. He's back now, uh, and that was one of the games they lost. They lost at MCI with him out, uh, and then the big kid uh, Drew Daggett's uh, kind of been in and out. And had some sickness uh, too. Uh, the six-seven sophomore. So again, if they can get healthy and they get kind of get everything going again too, they can certainly you know cause some problems.
0: Yeah, and you can't definitely can't look past MCI there. They have a lot of talent too, huh?
1: Yes, they do. Uh, yeah, They started off, uh, they were undefeated uh, till about the first of the year, and then they have a number of uh, international players on the team. Uh, Nacho Montes, a key uh, player for them, about six four, six five, 6'5", uh, playing the perimeter, plays inside for them, and um, you know, they lost a couple of ball games over break, and then it took them a little while to kind of get their bearings back, but now they're starting to peak late in the season, so uh, that should be a real interesting quarterfinal in that 4-5 game, and you know who knows could certainly give you know Herman a run you know in a in a semifinal.
0: Yeah, and um you know again uh, Winslow plays Ellsworth in a prelim game, but if, if you know that that could set up a very interesting first game in the cross center if MDI um, and Ellsworth meet, um, that place would really be rocking to start things off on Friday at five, huh? It
1: will, but look out for Winslow. Winslow is starting to you know gel a little. They beat Waterville by forty late in the year. Uh, now, granted, Waterville not a tournament team, but they're they're not horrible either. Um, you know they go. You know they lost a you know eight or nine point game to MCI recently. Yeah, that is that's not going to be an easy ball game for Ellsworth tomorrow night.
0: Tomorrow night, that's at yeah. five thirty there. Um, beginning of a double header there at Ellsworth. That could be an interesting game. Again, I think Oceanside MCI is a very good matchup there on uh, Saturday morning. Um, also, uh, I mean Caribou's is a very strong team at number two. Um, but Washington Academy Orno, I mean Orno could present uh, matchup problems, couldn't they?
1: They could uh, again depends on how much they go inside to their big people. Uh, Sam Martin, uh, Connor Robertson really likes to play out on the perimeter. Uh, he's pretty much been a kind of a small forward this year for them. Shoots a lot of threes. Uh, Zach Dill, uh, you know, very good player for them. I um, think again, Caribou really likes to get out and run. They get out in transition. They will run a five-out motion offense. Uh, defensively they've gotten a lot better as the season goes has gone on um again if it's an up and down game which both teams like to get up and down the floor i i think caribou uh
0: wins that game yeah, so that could be interesting there um my pick for class b boys um is going to be uh is going to be uh, herman I'm going to be the same two teams that I had in the class B girls. I'm going to have Herman over MDI and the same team winning. So that's what I'm going to have for class B B boys. What about you, Bob?
1: I'm going to go with Herman. I'm going to go with uh, Caribou. Herman over go. Caribou. Um ton of respect for what Justin Norwood's done at MDI this year. With the number of kids that they've lost. They've got a couple of real good players. Uh, Derek Collin and um, and the Shea kid, uh, Drew Shea. Um, you know, you know, Kids just play so hard. They play great team man-to-man defense. Um, I just think Caribou might have a few more, you know, horses than, than MDI um, with Deprey Kit. Well, both Depre's, uh, Parker Deprey uh, could very well be player of the year in the Big East Conference this year. Uh, Alex Bouchard, uh, outstanding guard for them. Um, and then, you know, they've got some depth as well. Um, but that that could potentially be a real good semifinal if they should uh, meet
0: yeah, it could be a very interesting uh, semifinal uh, day there in class B. Um, well, we're going to touch on class A a bit. We're not, gonna, as, not as much as the other classes. Um, I do want to uh, uh, winch the Staten God for Hamden is out. I don't know if you've heard that story.
1: I just saw that before we came on. That uh, certainly certainly hurts Hamden.
0: Yeah, that's what I was going to ask you, how much you you think that uh, hurts them? Because um, I'm going I'm to stick with my pick. I, I just found out that about. Uh, Two hours ago, too. Um, I'm going to stick with my pick of, of Hamden. Hamden winning uh, that class over Coney, and but obviously this changes things, doesn't it? it absolutely does, and uh, you know certainly too bad for
1: Hamden, but um, especially against a team like Cody that likes to press, and, and you really need another ball handler against that pressure. Uh, so it's going to be it's going to be very it'd be very difficult for them to, but. One thing that Hamden does is they do have a lot of depth in the backcourt. Uh, you know, Bryce Logier's, you know, an outstanding player, and he's going to, you know, have to carry more of the load for them as
0: well. Yeah. So, and then um, obviously, uh, you know, Hamden, uh, you know, had that nice win late in the year over, over Mount Blue, kind of made a statement. But uh, we'll see. We'll see what this does. Obviously, they're well coached, so um, they will be prepared. Um, come tourney time um uh, class a girls i think uh i think scout hegan is a clear favorite there i'm gonna go with them over Hamden. um they just seem like they're loaded in class a
1: yeah i would say so and it, it could be a very good state championship game uh if they
0: end up playing really in the state final yeah that's uh, kind of you know i was talking to NBR today uh, earlier today and that's they're kind of Looking forward to that matchup if it happens already. So uh, we'll we'll see if they can both get there though. Um, we're just going to touch on the Bang. You know, the only team local here is a uh, Bangor and Class AA. Um, the girls come in at number three seed. The boys number one seed. They did lose to Edward Little. They're uh, um, the uh, regular season finale. Um, it should be a good. Uh, the Class Double A boys tournament should be very good, huh, Bob? It
1: should be. Uh, I won't be seeing any of it, but it, it'll be a. You know, be up in Bangor all week,
0: but. Uh no, I'm sure it'll
1: it'll be be fun down down in Portland It's kind of another world away for us. So.
0: It certainly is, and um, you know, so see how see how Bango can uh, represent this area down there, and uh, you know, again, it's gonna be tough though because there's some tough teams, including Edward Little and the Oxford Hills there. Um, um, you know, next week, but I guess Bob, just uh, talk about maybe what what you're looking forward to the most here in this uh, coming week. Um, I mean, I know I'm looking forward to it. I, I you know get. To, you know, spend the week down there, cover basketball a week and and spend the week in Bangor. But what are you looking forward to the most? I'm just
1: looking forward to hanging out with fellow basketball people up in section 115. Uh, We've got a good crew that, you know, sits up there, watches the games and uh, should just, you know, going to be a lot of fun. And, you know, sometimes the basketball may not be the prettiest, but we always, we always have a good time and a good group of people to hang out with.
0: Yeah, certainly. I think the, the you know friendships relationships build is is just as good as the basketball we see and uh it should be another great week starting uh Friday Friday afternoon huh? yeah and uh cue up Jesus Christ superstar for 4:45 on Friday yeah geez, i can't can't wait for that that's going to be great that band is uh, as good as you good as you get and uh you know I'm looking forward to hearing them and they'll be back on Saturday afternoon late Saturday afternoon too yes they will yeah. So that, that, that will be good. So, all right. Well, I want to thank you for joining me, Bob. Thanks to Zach, even though he got cut off there and only stayed for half of it, but thank you to him and uh, um, looking forward to this tournament and uh, we'll see you Friday, Bob. And uh, thank you everybody for listening.
1: Absolutely. Thanks for having me. Uh, looking forward to it. All right. Thank you. Have a good night, everybody.